is in the know for Thursday, March 25, the 84th day of 2021. There are 281 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook. Watch on YouTube Live on Periscope and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Big uh, ribbon cutting yesterday in Grayson County. We'll tell you about that. A lot of dignitaries on hand. We will have the weak and funny tweets. And if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, get ready to uh, shell out a few more coins. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. He is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. If you're going to flip a coin, we don't flip a coin anymore. We let uh, Siri and A-L-E-X-A, we let them flip, flip a virtual coin. But if you're going to flip a coin, do you have a preference on heads or tails or spur of the moment, or how do you decide that? Um, I normally go with heads. You normally go with heads? There is a trick that you should, the next time someone asks you to pick heads or tails in a coin toss, choose the side that is already facing up. Due to an imbalance in the coin's weight, there's a slightly greater chance that will land the same way it started out, according to a study. Nice. So there's a life okay. hack pro tip for you, but I don't think that matters if you ask Siri to do it. I think yeah. the coin is equally balanced in Siri's world. She's the pride of Punk and Center, the heiress to the great mini-burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty. Embry. Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm laughing. We watched um, we watched an episode of Keenan. Okay. Last night we had watched the first episode, and then we had just kind of uh, we hadn't gotten around to the second episode. But um, we'll we'll kind of relate to it. On that last night's episode, the producer of his morning show came in and said they were adding a fourth hour <laughs> to the show, which they he was like, "Okay, I'll do that." Only come to find out, they decided they were adding the fourth hour at four a.m. They were adding it to the beginning of the day rather than the end of the show, which uh, then yeah. didn't work out quite yeah. quite as well. Uh, we got a birthday today. In the building, um, I, I call him Uncle Sam Gormley, but mm-hmm. he's too young, really, to be. Well, he's too certainly too young to be my uncle. But um, Sam is uh, celebrating a birthday today, and you know it's not polite to tell people's ages, so I'll, I'll let Sam disclose that information <laughs> if he wants to. But the reason, one of the reasons, I point out. Um, how is it good for me? It's good for me because breakfast was delivered to my workstation this yep. morning rather yep. than me having to procure. And I saw some cupcakes that have basketballs on them. Mm-hmm. And I also know for a fact that what Sam wants for his birthday is a Lady Cougar victory tonight. Yes. So, so ha- happy birthday, Sam, and thank you <laughs> <laughs> that all the treats that get brought in we get for, to participate in. I, saw, I think I saw a birthday cookie out there as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not just cake. There's big cookie. Mm-hmm. There's colored icing. Mm-hmm. I know some of you all fancy that. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Give me the orange and blue. Stormy evening, strong winds possible today. Mm-hmm. Our uh, friends, the uh, our weather partners at Wave 3 have deemed it an alert day. We'll see uh, severe risk mainly after 5 p.m. through about 11 p.m. And the further south you go, the more um, the, it's, it, the, the system... 
that is moving today up through the southeast, they're on greater alert or preparedness than what we are. So the further south you go toward the state line with Tennessee, the more likely you could experience strong winds or some severe thunderstorms. So just be prepared of that, and um, we'll have a wind advisory through tonight until about 9 a.m. tomorrow, so just be aware of that. We could see some overnight gusts of 45 to 55 miles an hour, so just be be uh, alert. And we, uh, I went ahead and moved our, the one garbage can that's susceptible to wind, I went ahead and moved it in the garage a couple of days ago. It's just, it's good to do that seasonally. When time changes mm-hmm. and you check the batteries in your uh, smoke detectors and that, just go ahead and bring that, that garbage can that likes to blow all over the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and bring it in. Get it, uh. Get it nailed down. Thunderstorms and wind today. Rain chance 100%. It's uh, raining now here in our neck of the woods. 70 is the high today. Rain chance 100% with thunderstorms and wind and 52 tonight. Mostly cloudy and 62 for your Friday. Uh, earthquake in portions of southeastern uh, Kentucky yeah. yesterday over in uh, Barberville, or as they call it over in Knox County, Barville. They skip through it. They don't say Barberville. They say Barville. Uh, the U.S. Geological Survey says the 2.4 magnitude earthquake hit about 2.26 a.m. yesterday, two miles west of Artemis. Artemis is near Barberville. So. Just in case you've got a scorecard of earthquakes in Kentucky, you can well, jot one down years for yesterday. Uh, the President Biden has tapped Vice President Harris to lead the response to the border challenges. He has tapped her to lead the effort to tackle the migration challenge at the U.S. southern border. He made the announcement after they met at the White House yesterday, along with the Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra and some other uh, members of the cabinet as well. In delegating the matter to Harris, Biden is seeking to replicate a dynamic that played out when he served under President Obama. And he went on to say, when she speaks, she speaks for me. Listen, she speaks a lot. Um. I uh, I was going to try and give her a chance yesterday morning to hear what she had to say. She was on the CBS Sunday morning with Gail King and Anthony Mason were the interviewers. And the last time I had any real Kamala Harris in my life, uh, or I've been watching The Sopranos, I want to call her Carmela, you know, because Carmela Soprano. Yeah. Soprano. <laughs> um, when she debate when she was on the debate stage with Mike Pence, mm-hmm. she was just in attack. Like she wanted to talk more and faster and sooner than anyone else so that no one got the drop on her. Mm-hmm. And she did that even with people who would, I would imagine, would consider friends in the media mm-hmm. yesterday with Gail King and Anthony Mason. Like, they would get halfway through a question, and then she'd try to redirect. And I, I had to turn it down. I was like, I can't listen to this. Mm-hmm. I was trying to give her a chance to say, okay, let me hear what you have to say. And I just, it well, was I, uncomfortable. I think you don't hear what they what people say when their style of communication is in that in attack when i come out that i'm aggressive an aggressive communicator i can be saying we're giving everybody 10 million dollars but that tone you just shut down yeah so the um and anyone who's been around politics for very long if they can manage to hang around they know how to master the filibuster like if you if you get one question but you talk for seven minutes 
you've shortened the interview to maybe two and a half questions. Mm -hmm. So they're all very – part of it is because oftentimes they get dumb questions or they get somebody who doesn't know what they're doing when they're doing Mm Q&A or they're just saying so that you don't ask me about – you don't ask me the 11th, 12th, and 13th question that's on there. I'm just going to give you opportunities to – you know, your questions will be 20 seconds. My answers will be 18 minutes. Mm -hmm. Come by. So – Anyway, I'm just saying, I was, I was attempting to say, okay, I want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I'm sorry, I regret doing that. Uh, the latest COVID-19 number, 695 new cases reported yesterday, bringing us to 422,694. The positivity rate continued its decline, 2.83 for, uh, 2.85% yesterday based on the rolling seven day average. But troubling numbers. I just sat here yesterday and said, boy, that ventilator number is looking good. Mm-hmm. What did I tell you yesterday? It's 48 yep. because that was, and so we were zeroing in on that metric. It, It's not far from doubling. It, it went back to 87 yesterday, and I don't know exactly why. There were 24 new deaths reported yesterday, but through their audit, they also going back and retroactively attributing 25 additional deaths. So you get an actual net gain of 49 uh, over the day. The governor reminded everyone that all pay all people age 50 and older become eligible Monday for the three highly uh, the three highly effective COVID-19 vaccines. And by April 12, all Kentuckians 16 and older will be eligible to sign up. I saw the Grayson County Health Department uh, uh, release some information today saying they are now on 1A through 2 beginning Monday, mm-hmm, yeah. right? They will not take they will not take um, appointments for Phase 2 until Monday, but beginning Monday, even now people in Phase 2 locally. Other outlets, by the way, might be doing it differently, but mm-hmm. that's the vaccination delivery schedule and who they're accepting for the Grayson County Health yeah. Department. And that brings in 40 and over. Yeah, 40, 40 and over. Mm-hmm. Um, so you even fit in that now. It's our turn. In case you didn't. And I still am technically in that. You know, people are saying 50 and older. And I'm like, well, I'm not technically there yet. But because of somehow being deemed essential, then um, we were allowed in. They went back and unclipped that velvet rope mm-hmm. outside the club <laughs> and said, oh, come on. I said, I'm, the club, I said I'm, with, the I'm with them. They let you all in, and I just walked in behind. I'm with them. Yeah. Uh, We're a trio. <laughs> it's, it's a must in nature. Yesterday <laughs> was a big day uh, locally for a big ribbon cutting for the expansion of the Grayson County Detention Center. Uh, years in in the making, and you know, first started being. I don't. I actually can't tell you when it first was talked about. I know it's been a four year project, and they mm-hmm. took a little bit of a pause in the project to kind of regroup and. And move forward. Anyway, a comprehensive story at K105.com. You can also watch coverage, video coverage of yesterday's ribbon cutting. You can hear from the dignitaries uh, themselves on the project coming to fruition. Uh, different people from different uh, areas and groups that were represented yesterday. You know, we had people from the U.S. Marshals Service. Uh, this is primarily an expansion to allow the female Female facility, females to move from the old facility to the new. It's right. not exclusively that, but it is. That was the intent of it was to get out of the, what I call the medium courthouse, mm-hmm. uh, because that's where the inmate facility has been. I will presume they are looking at long term. And they may have said this. I don't know this to be a fact. I will presume they are also looking to transition away from the annex. 
mm-hmm. because the annex and the female facility are located there next to one another uh, in the what I again what I call the medium courthouse. So lots of you know lots of um, changes, high tech, sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being modeled as the envy of jails around the state of Kentucky, as I was reading. So uh, good good for uh, everyone involved. Can I tell you, when I see people come out of those cells, I get a little bit of nervousness. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to go near that. They might. Keep you. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Door slams. Got him. Finally. <laughs> Set that trap yeah. and finally walk right into it. Mouse is in the trap. Yeah. This is really weird. A Panama City Beach, Florida man who was originally from Louisville is facing a murder charge after shooting two teenage stepbrothers from Louisville. This is such a sad story. So, uh, you know, a lot of spring break going on in Florida right now, whether it's at uh, Central Florida or whether it's along the Panhandle or wherever you might be traveling. But the brothers, who are both 14, were shot Tuesday morning about 1.30. So 1.30 a.m. on Tuesday, walking on the beach, and they encountered a 37-year-old Christopher Cox. The victims were walking near uh, the shores of Panama, which is on uh, South Thomas Drive. If you know where the upside-down place is and you know where what used to be the Titanic is, Mm -hmm. that's the general area where South Thomas comes away. By Pineapple Willies. Yes. All right, if you know where Pineapple Willies is, this is the area. They're talking about one of the teens was pronounced dead at the scene while his brother suffered non-fatal gunshot wounds to his extremities and was rushed to a local hospital. Uh, according to a relative of the boys said that as they walked on the beach, this man Cox approached them and asked for a cigarette. Cox then told the boys, you better run for the ocean because I'm going to shoot you. A nearby security guard reportedly ran and tackled Cox. Police said Cox made incriminating statements about his involvement. The boys were on vacation with their family. So this was just a random shooting, just somebody gone. They say it is completely random that Cox moved to Florida a year ago from Louisville, and that is a complete coincidence that both the shooter and the victims are from Jefferson County, at least until recently. Good grief. So terrible. Nine more. Counties have regional driver's license offices opening. Earlier in March, Fayette, Franklin, and Woodford counties made the transition. But this uh, coming month, Adair, Breathitt, Floyd, Hopkins, Madison, McCracken, Pulaski, Rowan, and Russell counties will make a similar move. You already have transportation cabinet uh, regional licensing offices in Paducah, Madisonville, Bowling Green, Owensboro, E-Town, Frankfurt, Lexington, etc. About anybody, anywhere you might want one. The reason that I mention it's taken Kentucky forever mm-hmm. to get real ID lined out. Uh, we had legislation. Governor Bevan vetoed it, which was a, a puzzler. It's like, well, this is pretty simple and straightforward. But the federal exemptions are running out. So finally, we're doing real ID in Kentucky. But where it's going to change for most people who are of our generation now, what you know, we used to have to go to the circuit clerk's office for your driver's license, and now that's being transitioned away from the circuit clerk's office to basically putting it back on the transportation cabinet, who will be responsible for the licensing of your privilege to drive. But when I thought about it this morning, that many, most of us now won't have any reason to go to. Uh, talking about courthouses, our new courthouse. Because if you don't have to go to the circuit clerk's office anymore for your driver's license, that's what the majority of us, at least every few years, have to go and do. And so that will 
Mm-hmm. You see, it just mm-hmm. occurred to me, like, well, I, yeah, I won't have any reason. Real, uh, hopefully, I won't have any reason to go there mm-hmm. um, when that's uh, tr- transitioned right. away. So, in I guess by maybe sometime next year, it'll be all moved over to the transportation cabinet. Now, how they're going to handle that in Grayson County, I don't know specifically. I, you know, I go back to that ticket booth needs to be utilized. I think that'd be a great place. Just line up there, get a money Polaroid, on it for some reason. Tape it to the real ID. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not in charge. <laughs> I have a sneaking What's suspicion, that? and it has nothing to do with your ability. <laughs> yeah, you're right on target with that. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your ideas, your ability, your execution, or your qualifications in mm-hmm. general, mm-hmm. but I think I know why you're not in charge, and it has nothing to do with you. I'm just saying. <laughs> Governor Bashir announced yesterday that he was vetoing two education-related bills while signing five others. We spent some time yesterday running through the list of uh, vetoes and signs, and he had forecasted that he would do something similar yesterday. One of the ones he vetoed was House Bill 563, which c- would divert money from public schools and give it to private entities. Uh, he has some comments on why that would be bad. Uh, he said the bill only helps the wealthy, giving tax benefits even larger than charitable donation deductions, and people could even profit by transferring securities to the private education institutions to avoid capital gains. All right, there's the other side of the coin as well, if you want to study up on the issue. He also announced he was vetoing House Bill 258 because it would cut retirement benefits for new teachers. Uh, you know, public education... Let's just call it education in general, probably like this across the country, but we can certainly say here in Kentucky, there's a major tug of war between the political ideology sides Mm -hmm. on public education. And I think that if I move to the middle on this particular issue, I can see where no one is winning because there's not any compromise and it's it's as if one end of the rope would let go, and I'm not saying which end of the rope should let go, but if one end of the rope would let go, then we would completely either be public education or we would com- be completely private education or some model of private education, and we might be able to be more successful than we are. But so long as there is this tug of war, between the two polar opposites on public versus private education, we're going to be stuck in a quagmire, mm-hmm. I fear, because a GOP-controlled legislature is going to continue churning out these types of what I like to call charter school-esque bills, and then you're going to get Democratic leadership that where they can will try and thwart those. And so it just gets kind of, again, like I call it, a tug of war mm-hmm. and – I certainly can see both sides of it. Yeah, I don't really understand the whole charter school thing. I was never interested in trying to figure it out. It wasn't something. My kids are grown. Yep. So, Like many things in life, lots of pros and cons to both sides. Yeah. And just try and do the best that you can. Uh, you can read more online. Three resigned from the Kentucky Commission on Human Rights. Not particularly appealing to me, but worthy of, in case human rights is your thing. I mean, broadly, I like them. 
I would like. I, I need to like investigate. What are you doing? What What are you in charge sure. of? What's I mean, your role? In general, I'm pro human rights, sure. aren't you? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to keep mine sure. as long as I mm-hmm. as long as I can. Uh, Louisville rallies. Louisville's women rally from 18 down to beat Northwestern 62 to 53. They are uh, one of the only remaining local schools at the collegiate level that uh, are playing Western Place tonight. Her though, hair is so in the, long. In the NIT. Wow. Can you imagine? Can you believe that well, she... look at that. Yeah. And I'm amazed that... So you can keep the length of your hair, but I'm amazed that it's down. Yeah, like it's not... Right? You know, like, yeah, I'm kind like of surprised. Like braided braid braid so, yeah. yeah, She can use it as wow. an offensive weapon. Like, that may be, get out of my yeah. way. Look like a helicopter. Okay. And third region <laughs> <would>. tournament action... <laughs> Uh, in girls regional action last night, Apollo down to Ohio County, fifty to thirty, and Breckenridge County defeated Butler County sixty-seven to forty-two. Now it's the Lady Cougars' turn. They will play in the second game tonight down at the Sports Center in Owensboro. They will play what I would call their nemesis mm-hmm. in most all sports, the Owensboro Catholic uh, ladies' team, and that will be on the air about seven thirty tonight. Uh, 7.30 is uh, the time that we will go on the air. That will be on K105. And then um, you can hear the tip-off. I think it's scheduled for about 7.45 or so. So that's what you have to look forward to. Go, Lady Cougars. Hope they are victorious tonight. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. I'm coming on home Waffle Day. Yeah, not a fan. Waffle Doggin. <laughs> That's what they're called. Waffle Doggins. A holiday that originated in Sweden to coincide with the Christian Feast of the Annunciation. That's why you have to say Waffle Doggin. Waffle Doggin. I tell you, I'd, a warm waffle that comes right out of a waffle iron with some butter, some whipped cream, and a little bit of syrup on there. I prefer that to pancakes. But once a waffle gets a little bit cool, mm-hmm. it's no good. It's a little bit chewy yes, at that point. That's right. I need it to come right. I want to yeah. see it come off that iron. But and then en- fall right on your plate. Enjoy it like that. You have to like eat it all at once. Yeah, I think that's right. Because they cool down so quickly and get chewy. Eat it like a uh, like a slice <laughs> of bread. Like a taco. <laughs> it's pecan day, or I say pecan. I don't say pecan. I don't like pecan. I pecan, pecan or pecan, or I don't I like it's just it's, it's just pecan. And it's also National Lobster Newberg Day today. It's an American seafood dish made uh, with lobster, butter, cream, cognac, sherry, eggs, and Kanye West pepper. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I think I would like this. Pepper. It is an elegant and classic dish enjoyed by many since the late 1800s. I thought, I mean, I've I've been blessed to be able to try lots of culinary foods and different places and different restaurants. I don't think I've ever had lobster Newburgh. Mm, I hadn't heard of it till just now. Now, I will tell you, I've been meaning to tell you that uh, one Eli the Thomas has decided that lobster mac and cheese is one of his new favorite things. Oh, really? <clears throat> oh, my honey. kids love seafood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he hadn't had that. And I said, well, then you need to come to Mark and Christie's mm-hmm. 
because yeah. he does lobster mac and cheese about once a year. Well, it's we're really just good. about, we're just, I guess, five weeks away maybe from wow. yeah. uh, lobster mac and cheese. Derby Day is uh, May 1st, I think, mm-hmm. uh, this year. So, yeah. Lobster Newberg. I'll have to look into that. I, I think I would like to try someone else's take mm-hmm. on Lobster Newberg. Uh, lobster <laughs> Newberg is awfully expensive to... Lobster is expensive to mess around with and not get, you know, right. So right. I'd rather let – can Bobby Flay make me some Lobster yeah. Newberg that I can try Good and I'll feel, I'll feel better about it uh, then. The Weekend Funny Tweets. We've not been able to do this for you in a couple of weeks. Maybe it's because people haven't been funny on Twitter. Yeah, up? But um, Marcy G says, my husband eating the bread ends – like some kind of superhero taking one for the team. That is a good man. It really is. That is a good dad. Listen, if you're down to the very end of the loaf and the person who eats the heels, <laughs> well, that is a good person. I'm taking it that he starts with the heels. Like he'll just yeah. start there to let okay. you all have the good soft middle bread. You know you're hungry when <laughs> you'll eat a bread heel. I agree. Or you don't want to go to the grocery. You know, there's lots of reasons to eat the well, bread. Well, heel. sure, you don't, want, but you're still hungry enough that you go, well, I got to have something, and I don't want to go to the grocery, so bread heel it is. You know why I like them? Because they're not as thick as the bread, so there's not as many carbs and calories in mm, it. Yeah, they are. But you still get are, the taste of bread. They are thinner. Mm-hmm. Knock the, it's kind of like uh, the end of a cigar. You just kind of mm-hmm. slice the end off of it. And uh, mm-hmm. Rodney LaCroix, he may be the one we have to blame for that sparkling water. Yeah. Rodney LaCroix said, my wife just ran by screaming, where's the plunger? Get towels. Lots of towels. Oh, dear. So, anyway, how is your night going? That's what Rodney LaCroix said. (laughs) Simon Holland said, went to the grocery store to pick up a few things and only had to call my wife seven times. Wow, look at him. Overachiever. At least he was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan Reagan says, "My wife wants to. When my wife wants to mess with me, she'll say, guess what today is.' <laughs> oh, <yeah>. um, <laughs> what did I forget?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Vinod Shapru said, "Secret to a successful marriage is to marry the one who matches your values, principles, and thermostat settings." That is so important. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my list if I ever have to date again. Credit Which, score, thermostat setting. Relationship with soap and water, thermostat yes. set, setting preferences. Yeah, probably it would be third. Yeah. 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 Definitely important. needs to be in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Needs to be part of the consideration. Mm-hmm. It needs to be on the balance sheet of compatibility is my point. You all both like Pop-Tarts. I do. I'm not so much on the Pop-Tarts. I like them heated with butter, seething in butter. Plain or frosted. Pop-Tarts is releasing new, three new fruity flavors for spring. I'm not a fruity one. According to product listings on some grocery store websites, Pop-Tarts now come in flavors like peach cobbler, lemon cream pie, and tropical mango. I would try the lemon cream pie just because I'm liking lemon here lately. To your question, I prefer them uniced because it absorbs more butter. I agree with that. But if that's all that's there... I'll flip it over and put the butter on the. You saying the butter runs off of the icing? <clears throat> it doesn't absorb into the crust. That, so the, can't the, get it the butter in there. can't coagulate yes. to the, the butter because so of the frosting. And the can you just butter the bottom side? Because yeah, it's you only can, frosted on one but side. But I like right? both sides buttered. I would just as a as a technicality and to frame <clears throat> where I am. 
I would come closer to eating a Pop-Tart peach cobbler than I would an actual peach cobbler. Oh, he hates cobbler. I just don't like cobbler, although the... You don't like cobbler? No, I don't like cobbler. And I make some mean cobblers. Too syrupy, too too mushy, too... And I've tried to make his thicker, but... It would be more crust and more bread and more than I can do that. I just don't like... Why did we become friends? <laughs> yes, you just showed up here one day. Well, you fed me. You were not to feed stray cats. <laughs> and, and we had a rule. We had a rule that said don't feed, don't you, feed the strays. And you broke the rule. That's what happened. <laughs> what happens, people, when you break a rule? <laughs> now, so if you don't like the way that Pop-Tarts is doing it, maybe you'll like the way that Hostess is doing it. Hostess has new key lime flavored cupcakes. Oh, <laughs> you like key lime, right? I love yeah, key lime. You're, you're, you're torn, aren't you? Yeah. You don't like, want you, to like this, but you, you love key lime. It's like the lemon Pop-Tart. I don't want to try Listen, it, but I do. I, I don't, don't need filling in anything that I eat. You just eat around the filling. Yeah, I can do that. Just eat around yeah. it or carve it out. Just spoon that out. Cut it in half, spoon sure. it out, just save eat the it top for me. off like Alaya does with her cupcake or yeah. her uh her donuts. Yeah. yeah. I'll eat the top off. It just, it just works. Uh, the warm weather approved treat starts with golden cake filled with key lime creamy filling. Hmm. Has the icing across the top and will be available. Uh, I think you can buy them directly from Hostess. Um, or, no, you can buy them from Grocers. at three eighty nine for a box of... I, I would like to try these. Yeah, you would? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would. I sure do like key lime. Yeah, me too. I'm not I a key lime filling. lover, but I also wasn't a lemon lover till recently either, so this, my taste buds have changed. This reminded me, I got a little bit nostalgic when I read the headline that some people paid as much as $100 on the black market for grape nuts cereal during the pandemic shortage. Uh, grape well, nuts were always a laughable thing at our house right? because you knew that you were being either... Uh, punished or it was the ultimate you're not getting any sugary cereal so here are your grape nuts also um the bowl of grape nuts was always so much smaller yeah like can we get a real size bowl you don't want a real size bowl of grape nuts (laughs) well that's probably that's probably true i actually like grape nuts so well i will i will tell you that when i read the story i did think you know maybe one time I would like to have a bowl of grape nuts just to see if it still tastes like. As an adult, you mean? It's to see if it still tastes like punishment. <laughs> or dang it. <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast? Dang it. <laughs> bowl of it. But, you know, if you're all in on grape nuts, you probably will go to the ends of the earth to buy them on the black market for $100 a box. Apparently, these people didn't lose their jobs. Maybe not. But we know what they spent their Trump bucks on. Yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> Somebody's got to keep Post in business, right? Well, Post is repaying them for the people that they can find that bought uh, Post grape nuts on the black market for $100. Post is going to reimburse them oh, I, for their I, loyalty to their cereal. I got a box. Or se- yeah. I got seven boxes, actually, but the black market doesn't give receipts. So, mm-hmm. I th- Do you have, uh, well, like, cool, like Judge though. Judy, do you have any text messages to prove it? Or do you have any emails to showcase mm-hmm. that you... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know... Where is this black market? Uh, you don't want to know. Yeah, but I keep looking for you, it. Like, you don't want to I know. I didn't know they were offering cereal now. If you think Misty's been selling stuff again, has a lot of traffic now, <laughs> just let Misty get to the black, black market, market and it will be all <laughs> over. You're going to need a moderator. <laughs> you may take Any over. social media staff. You like may acquire eBay. 
And in retail news, Misty Thomas has purchased eBay. So now you're saying I can be in charge. (laughs) If you buy it, (laughs) you can be. Uh, And many people uh, in our area might be looking for a Smoky Mountain getaway in the next few weeks. Okay. If you like to spend any time in East Tennessee around the Great Smoky Mountain uh, Mountains and you've rented a cabin, you know one of the most attractive things about a cabin are the hot tubs. You know, people say, oh, is there a hot tub with your cabin or with your, you know, your rental in Pigeon Forge? Well, just be aware that when they aren't rented and maybe you aren't using them, the bears have decided they like hot tubs as well because a tourist staying at a cabin nice. in Tennessee captured video when a black bear dropped by and decided to take a relaxing mm-hmm. soak in the hot tub that Good was out the on the deck. I've seen this. Todd Traboni of Georgia said he was staying at a rental cabin in Gatlinburg when he spotted a black bear climbing onto the patio. He wandered around the patio before climbing into the hot tub for a dip. I, How long did he stay? I, I don't. He watched the bear from <laughs> right. the other side of the window until the animal left on his own. Oh, I need to see him. And in so it. he oh. is out there, and so he just oh, yeah, hops get in. in. Get in there. Get Listen, it, this should be one of their bear. tourism commercials. Yes. You know, with the with the sun yes, sit down. setting over there like that, and he climbs in. I need him to sit down and relax. Oh right? yeah, he gets in there, and he's got a pina colada in his <laughs> yeah. hand. And yeah, just, bring a cigar. <laughs> yeah, he just. <laughs> I can't blame a black bear for wanting to do that, but it's the bear's way of saying is, well, you're encroaching on our area, but right. when you all aren't here, we're taking it back. Good for them. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Let's see. We've got camping, baseball games. Did you know the first baseball caps were made from straw? Okay. I bet that looked funny. Right. They had to be more cool. They had to be cooler than those wool caps that uh, Major League Baseball has worn for so long on those fitted caps. But yeah, straw, straw hats, straw caps. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that one up. I bet they looked funny. The New York Yankees logo on a straw hat. Like a farmer's straw hat? Yeah, I don't know. You know, to protect them from sun? I don't know if it has the bill, like, whether they had an elongated bill on the front of them. look like a ball cap made out of straw? Look like, yes. That's That's what what I I need to know. That's what I don't. That's what what I I don't know. Uh, If you are a Disney Plus subscriber and you buy it by the month, be prepared to pay more if you want to keep it. Currently, users pay $6.99 a month, but starting Friday, the basic plan is going to $7.99 a month. The Disney Bundle, which includes Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and ad-supported Hulu, will now be raised to $13.99. That's up a dollar as well from $12.99. And the three-in-one plan that includes Hulu with no ads is jumping to $19.99 a month after it was $18.99. Disney Plus's one-year membership fee will be raised to $79.99 after it was first set at $69.99. And those who aren't signed up for Disney Plus yet have until Friday to subscribe at the lower rates before the prices are increased. Or if you're gullible like me, you just bought three years in advance at a reduced rate and said, I don't care what you do with your rates. Uh, I have, I don't know how many times 
Well, I probably could count because it's not been a dozen times. But just the ability to go and watch Hamilton anytime I want to. Like, I've watched Hamilton at the gym not two different times, but two different days this week. Mm-hmm. I um, Something was happening with the HBO Max mm-hmm. app. And so I said, well, forget it. I'll just go over here to Disney Plus where I know I have Hamilton mm-hmm. downloaded. And then I went back and looked at the stats for my workout. And clearly, I should be watching Hamilton when I work out because of the the beats per minute of the music and the up-tempo. And then you get lost in the songs and the story, and I'm not looking at that clock going, Mm -hmm. well, only 34 more minutes. (laughs) Well, only 33 and a half more minutes. Mm -hmm. We're getting somewhere now. Only 32 (laughs) minutes and 45 seconds. Watching the clock all the time. So it's maybe I've... Maybe Hamilton's your golden ticket. Maybe not gonna not throwing away my shot. Throwing away my. And if you're a Disney Plus subscriber or you're about to be, the Nicolas Cage franchise National Treasure is set to become a Disney Plus series. Oh. Well, how many different <laughs> how many different famous U.S. artifacts can they steal? Uh. And they've I've already done the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna steal. I mean, I can. I can I could be a creative consultant on how to steal the Gutenberg Bible. Yeah, you could. Remember when mm-hmm. I stole it from the Library of Congress and brought it home to you? Mm-hmm. The Nanny will be available for streaming on HBO Max in the month of April. Do you know where I put that? The, the Nanny? Gutenberg Bible. Oh, the Gutenberg Bible. I thought you had it on loan back to the Library of <laughs> Congress, that you were being a good sport and said, mm-hmm. this is mine, but I'm going to oh, yeah, loan it to you, rather than pay for the security on it every day. Yeah, that got a little toxic. You didn't want to add it to your homeowner's policy. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't take it, remember? Oh, that's right. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it wasn't in mint condition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you like the nanny, you have access to the. Did you find the straw baseball caps by any chance? I am still trying. Still looking? All right. And not I, that easy. I know an authority on baseball and old timey baseball, so yeah, maybe he, he'll he may come in. through sometime soon. And there have been 25 more songs added to the National Recording Registry, including Janet Jackson, Kermit the Frog. Oh, it's good. Good to get uh, things of color. Mm-hmm. Into the registry because mm-hmm. uh, it's not easy being green. No. Janet Jackson's socially conscious album Rhythm Nation 1814, Louis Armstrong's Jazzy When the Saints Go Marching In, Nas's debut Illmatic are among the 25 recordings being inducted into the National Recording Registry. The Library of Congress, when they weren't busy looking after Missy's, Misty's Gutenberg Bible, mm-hmm. announced that Patti LaBelle's Lady Marmalade, Cool in the Gang's Celebration, and some of the titles are some of the titles tapped for preservation this year. The National Library chose a few more memorable titles, including Kermit the Frog's Rainbow Connection. I love that song. I Any don't. Anytime I hear it, I'm immediately just taken back to, there are your strong baseball caps. Okay. All right. Oh. You don't see. So well, okay. So I did pull up some of those. Oh. Okay. You don't like Rainbow Connection by Carmen? I don't. I don't remember. I don't recall. Oh, it. I don't. Well, I can't remember. You're at luck. You just yeah. hang around till yeah. after the break. So. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll finish it up for the morning here on In the Known. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows are visions, but only 
illusions and rainbows have nothing to hide. All right, sound familiar at all? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, no, you got it. Uh, you remember uh, last year on some country music awards show, Casey Musgraves and Willie Nelson sang this song, and we weren't sure that Willie was going to make it through it. He was having some. I didn't realize this was the song. Respiratory okay. issues. This is a special rendition from Kermit from April of last year. This is pandemic rainbow uh, connection. So anyway, it uh, always just takes me back. This, this song made popular in the. Uh, Muppets movie from when we were kids. MB's point to ponder for today. How does a nudist clean their glasses? Oh, honey. <laughs> you know, if, when I take my glasses off, I reach for my shirt tail immediately because I have one of those cloths like above my visor. Yes. But I just, if, if I'm not near one of those, I just reach down for, you know, something like Nike shirt. dry fit shirt, shirt tail, whatever. And clean them. But if you're a nudist, do you just have dirty glasses? I think so. Well, if you're a nudist, are you wearing glasses? That's a good question. Well, I guess it depends on like depends on how blind you are. And nudists, when they look at one another, do they dress people with their eyes? Like they're looking at you and you're nude and I'm dressing you with my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't there's so many oddities that I don't know. I don't know what the protocols would be for that. On television tonight, the special one-hour series finale on NBC of Superstore. I've seen this song, uh, this uh, show, a few times, but it's never really gotten any traction with me. Like, one of the guys from Kids in the Hall is on it and funny. And the show is good, but I just don't know why it's never become part of the... Misty, have you ever seen it? Mm-mm. Honey, have you ever seen an episode no. of Superstore? No. So it, it's kind of the office meets the evil empire. It's if you had the office oh, and I it was at a retail store. Yes, I have. I'm thinking Guy Frary's grocery market shopping game show, whatever. Yeah, no, this is a. Uh, okay. I have seen an episode. It's, it's in the style time. of the office because yep. it's a sitcom, mm-hmm. but there's no laugh track and it's kind of shot documentary style mm-hmm. like the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I have seen this. But the one-hour series finale is tonight. The season one finale of Call Me Cat, the um, Mayim Bialik show that's set in Louisville, is on Fox tonight. A&E season five premiere of Night Watch. And on E, the For Real, the story of reality TV. The Osbournes, the Kardashians, Kendra Wilson and Danny Bonaducci reveal the pros and cons of being pioneers of the celebrity genre, of the sub-reality genre. So... I think we forget how much rea- reality TV. Uh, by the way, Survivor fans, congrats because Fiji has given the green light to Probst and all the Survivor crew to come back and do season forty-one. It was supposed to premiere uh, May and of uh, last year and got pandemicked, but now they are going to begin begin production again. No. News on air date yet. But that's good for Survivor fans. Mm-hmm. 41, 41st season. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1911, 146 people, mostly young female immigrants, were killed when fire broke out at the Triangle Shirtwaist Company in New York. What's a shirtwaist company? I've never heard of that. In 1776, General George Washington, commander of the Continental Army, was awarded the first Congressional Gold Medal by the Continental Congress. 
Amadeus won eight Academy Awards, including Best Picture, this date in 1985. A year ago today, Trump bucks were born. One year ago today, Trump bucks started being issued as Congress passed a $2.2 trillion economic rescue package. Birthdays today. Film critic Gene Shalit is 95. Former astronaut James Lovell is 93. Elton John is 74. I don't call him Sir Elton John because I'm not British. Marsha Cross is 59 today. Did Marsha Cross, did she play Brie on yes. Desperate Housewives? The redhead, right? I think that's right. Maybe. I'm not for uh-uh. sure. Sarah Jessica Parker is 56 today. <laughs> Comedian actor Alex Moffat is 39 today. Danica Patrick is 39. Catherine McPhee is 37. Chris Red from Saturday Night Live and also on the Keenan show, the sit- sitcom, is 36 today. Gone but not forgotten. Howard Cosell, do I need to mention Sam again? Sam got yes. top billing at the beginning of the show, so it almost feels like well, to, for him yeah. to be, for Sam Gormley to be lumped in with the rest of the celebrities almost feels insulting. Yeah, like he's just glossed over. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he got top billing. He was at the top of the marquee. <laughs> Howard Cosell was born this date in 1918. Hoyt Axton was born this date in 1938. I'll never forget Hoyt Axton when he came rolling into Cincinnati thinking he was going to sweep Jennifer Marlowe off of her feet and she was going to leave WKRP and go on the road, the road with Hoyt Axton. That's what he thought. She never thought that. And Aretha Franklin was born this date in 1942. I missed all of that documentary on uh, Nat Geo or whatever channel that was. Yeah. Me too. My apologies for... Uh, not doing a better job finding that for you. 1960, the Percy Faith and the orchestra. Number one with the theme from A Summer Place. Yeah, when this came on the commercial during Little House on the Prairie, this was my cue to get run to the kitchen and get a bologna sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the truth, yeah. Well, I'd already had grape nuts for breakfast, so I needed bologna sandwich for the... Balanced diet. With, uh, by the way, we were a Miracle Whip household. Were you? Mm-hmm. Now, in our household, we're we're a mayonnaise household, but... We're a, we're a Duke's. You're a what? Duke's mayo. You're a Duke's mayo. Yes, it's yeah, so good. So I don't know why. I don't, I don't dislike Miracle Whip, but I've just migrated to, to mayo. I was always a Miracle Whip till Duke's. Miracle Whip is a little bit sweeter than mayo. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really like those specks. If you look real close, you can see specks in Miracle Whip, and it makes me nervous. I don't know what the specs are. No, by Heritage Media, they, they could. They could. Nervous about most things. Yeah. I think earlier in life they made me nervous, and they now I'm jaded as an adult. <laughs> uh, the Classic Four, number one with Traces in 1969. What a snore! Right, I'm like. I'm going to sleep. Where are we going? I had to play that song at Wiki. By the way, so that's one of the reasons I don't like it. I have PTSD from that too. Nineteen seventy-eight. Waylon and Willie, number one, with the classic anthem, encouraging mamas. And by the way, kudos to Teresa Buckles, 
because she she heeded the warning. She did. Oh, thank you. She heeded the warning and she kept me off the horse. Yeah. <laughs> no bull riding thank you for so Mark. Much. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> She'd have just had a little more foresight about microphones. <laughs> Kept me off the horse. <laughs> so, thanks to Waylon and Willie. Oh, here we go. 1987 Starship was number one. Nothing's going to stop us now. Misty is politely holding her tongue because she doesn't like Starship. I love this song. I know. I'm being good. It does have a tambourine. It's a little bit of a saving grace. So it redeemed itself just a little bit. Just slightly. Mm-hmm. But I do love the movie Mannequin. <laughs> I forgot that was from the movie Mannequin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's move forward to... Ni- that, we- that was 1987. So 1996, the Tony Rich Project was number one with Nobody Knows. I forgot the song existed. I'm so happy to hear it today. I forgot it existed as well and made it to number one. Yeah. Good song. But I still maintain there is a period in music from like 94 Mm -hmm. to maybe even like 97. Music is awful. Yeah. Yeah, It just. It's about a decade and it dumps. Yeah. Well, also in that period, like 93, 94, that era is the rise of pop country. And so a lot of people had moved over. It was getting mm-hmm. all the oxygen mm-hmm. because Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, mm-hmm. you had Martina McBride, like all of the Kenny Chesney, they all came to popular mm-hmm. culture during that time. And so it was hard for pop acts to get any attention during that time, unless your name was Hootie and the Blowfish. MBC. Only saving grace we have. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Green Day Boulevard of Broken sad. Dreams in 05. I'm just saying they just kind of ruled. Yeah. The airwaves, they did. Ace of base. During that time. They John helped. Legend. They helped. <laughs> oh, yes, the sign. All of Me, 2014, was number one. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beach. I'm MB, and now you're in the know.